Hi, this is Elliot Fisherman, and I'd like to welcome you to our next podcast. Just a few uh, comments about things that have happened since the last time we gave our session. One is we're now listed on the Apple iTunes under the education section, higher education. So we're listed there. So if you ever forget where to find us, you can find us there. Also, by going to that area, you're able to uh, request that you subscribe to this uh, program. Again, uh, subscribing is free, and it's just a very efficient way of doing the process. So in saying that, let's discuss today's topic, and that topic will be on CT of the kidneys. And the question I will address is, how many phases do you need on a typical CT scan of the kidney, say for the evaluation of hematuria? It's really, in some ways, very simple. If radiation wasn't an issue, you probably would get five phases. You would do a non-contrast phase. You would do a cortical medullary or arterial phase at around 25 seconds. You probably would do a venous phase at about 50 seconds. You might do a, a, a nephrographic phase at 80 or 90 seconds and an excretory phase at 4 to 5 minutes. But in saying that, we know that we can't do all of those phases routinely. We want to make the absolute best diagnosis, but we want to do the least phases possible to give the patients the least radiation dose possible. So in saying that, what are our thoughts? Well, the first question is, why do a non-contrast CT? If someone has a known renal mass and I'm staging it, I don't really see the value of a non-contrast CT. Where non-contrast CT is helpful is in a patient with hematuria and you're worrying about stone disease, well, then you could detect stones, and we all do many dedicated stone studies where we're only doing non-contrast. But in reality, if I was definitely going to give contrast, I still would see the contrast on uh, cortical medullary phase imaging, but I wouldn't see contrast in the calyx C, so I'd recognize the presence of stone disease as well. So in a sense, if my only issue is detecting renal calculi, I could get by without the non-contrast CT and use the cortical medullary phase images at around 25 or 30 seconds to give me that information. So then why is it that I need a non-contrast CT? Well, the best reason is, is that it gives you a baseline of a lesion in terms of density. And this is especially important in the situation with high-density renal cysts. With high-density renal cysts, which I seem to be finding more frequently now, you know how we describe them. The lesion on non-contrast and early phase imaging and late phase imaging measures the same density. It measures, let's say, 50 Hounsfield units, but it doesn't change across the spectrum of scans. Now, if you only had a single phase, let's say a excretory phase or a a nephrographic phase, and a lesion measured 60, you wouldn't know if it was a high-density cyst or a hypovascular tumor. So in that regard, uh, the non-contrast scans can be very helpful. So if we're evaluating a renal mass to determine what it is, I will do non-contrast scans, but limit those non-contrast scans to the kidney. The next question is, what phases do you get with contrast? So one thing I will say is let's skip for a moment the early phase and go to excretory phase. You do need excretory phase for a number of reasons. Now, first of all, what you define as excretory phase will vary. We typically use four minutes as our excretory phase imaging. Some people do seven or eight routinely. 
I'll do seven or eight for UPJ obstruction evaluation, but routinely four works very nicely. And at four minutes, I can get very nice CT urography with 3D mapping without any artifacts. Now, the reason excretory phase imaging is so important is for a number of reasons. One is certain hypervascular renal lesions, which may be small at the cortical medullary interface, may be best seen on excretory phase imaging. Renal inflammatory disease, like acute pyelonephritis, may only be seen on late phase imaging. At times, you'll miss it in early phase imaging, particularly when it's mild disease or early disease, but it's very obvious on late phase imaging because the classic signs that Dr. Bosniak described, the uh, striated nephrograms, are really an excretory phase finding. So you need it for that reason. And the other reason we get excretory phase imaging is if you're thinking about transitional cell carcinoma, you will miss many transitional cells, which are typically hypovascular, unless you're scanning with the pelvis distended. So anything that involves the uh, uroepithelium is critical to have contrast in the calyces, in the pelvis, in the ureter, and for that we need excretory phase imaging. So let's go to the early phase. What should we be doing? Now there's an argument between doing what we would say is cortical medullary phase imaging, which is at around 30 seconds post-injection of contrast, versus nephrographic phase imaging, which is about 60 to 80 seconds. Now, nephrographic phase imaging became very popular, especially when spiral CT came along, where there was a number of artifacts related to early phase imaging, as well as the potential for missing small lesions. In reality, the small lesions that were missed were typically simple cysts, so that wasn't very important. But it was possible to miss a small hypervascular renal cell carcinoma if you only had cortical medullary phase imaging. However, I mentioned before, we always get excretory phase imaging, so this is not going to be a problem. In terms of cortical medullary phase imaging, I really like it because it gives me the best arterial map, so I'm doing surgical planning for partial nephrectomy or any sort of vascular mapping, whether it's for renal artery stenosis or looking for an aneurysm, it's ideal. I really like this phase. Also, cortical medullary phase gives you beautiful differentiation between cortex and medulla. The average attenuation value difference is about 90 to 100 Hounsfield units. And so anything that affects perfusion of the kidney is easy to define. Again, I can see subtle tumors, I can see inflammatory disease, I can see vascular disease. I think it's a very important phase. And as far as I'm concerned, I'd rather have cortical medullary phase imaging than nephrographic phase imaging. I just don't think it helps all that much. Now, you can argue about this, and people indeed do argue, but for my money, that's where I'd rather be. So if I'm doing a patient with hematuria, I'll typically do three phases, non-contrast, cortical medullary, and excretory phase. That works very nicely. It's a great compromise between optimizing detection of disease, optimizing staging of disease, and trying to minimize radiation exposure to the patient. If you have any other thoughts, ideas, let us know. People have tried doing things, for example, of giving, let's say, a bolus of 30 cc's of contrast first, wait five minutes, then do a cortical medullary phase, 
So you have a cortical medullary phase with contrast in the pelvis and calosseal system. That's kind of interesting sometimes, but I think potentially you might hide uh, smaller lesions in that scenario. As for contrast, I did not go into what contrast we use for uh, renal CT. We're using about 100 to 120 cc's of contrast. We use typically Omnipeg 350. We use Visipeg 320 in select patients, which I discussed previously. Also, it's important to recognize that we routinely do 3D mapping. That's what our urologists want. We do CT urography with 3D mapping. So we'll use 0.75 millimeter thick sections on both the 16 and 64 slice scanners. We'll reconstruct at 0.5 millimeter intervals, and then we'll post-process the data. I like to do volume rendering as well as routine coronal displays. I will supplement it with MIP for looking at the vessels, but I tend to focus on a range of volume uh, rendered um, displays. And you can see a lot of that on CTSS. Just go to the kidney section. So that's a pretty good look at how we look at the kidneys. Our goal, of course, in these webcasts is not to speak for an hour or so, but to have a very focused topic, and hopefully this has done that. Next time, we'll come back and address some other issues. Again, any thoughts, comments, suggestions, give us a ring. Thanks very much, and have a terrific day.